You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Andrew, how are you, man? I'm all right. I'm good. I, as usual, the minute we start clapping, Skype starts uh, starts dropping out. It was it sounded, <laughs> part, it sounded like you were in the room with me before, and then. Uh, oh, really? Oh, I'm sorry, man. I mean, is everything still okay? No, not anymore. Everything was fine until this, and now I, I, I can't. When I get mad, I can't not get like I, I can't decide not to be angry anymore. I must see it all the way through to the other ends. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Why, why are you mad, buddy? Because Skype just messed up. Did you not hear? You didn't hear that? No, I, oh, I've, wow. I'm, I'm on the beach over here, man. What if Skype never messes up and I, this is just me, like, I'm, I'm pre, like, what do you call it when you're about to have a stroke? Like, pre-stroke. You can smell burning plastic. Yeah, there's somebody is definitely, like, burning plastic. But I also am in West Africa right now, so it might just actually oh. be burning plastic to uh, oh reclaim God. the metal inside. I you know, I to, uh, to fight Ebola because I, I felt like it was my my <laughs> my gift to humanity was to come over here and just fucking swim around in other people's infected blood for a while. Andrew, if you had an opportunity to give to humanity, <clears throat> what would you do? I just told you what I'm doing. I'm over here. I'm I'm, I'm podcasters without borders. I'm here just uh, oh, just spreading Christ. the love. Podcasters without borders. What could I do? It'd be like a USO tour where I just tell jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, hey, you hear the one about the, the the hooker and the waitress? That could Should be we... like the USO scene from uh, uh, Apocalypse Now. Absolutely. Start, uh, start storming the stage. Ooh, with the the Playboy bunnies. Yeah, that was a great scene, man. Great movie. My, I think my favorite movie. It's one of those things. I could. It's like nine and a half hours long, and I could watch it every day. Remember when Vietnam movies were like really big? Yeah. God damn it. 
Like Hamburger Hill. Hamburger Hill. Was he up? <laughs> I thought was Hamburger Hill was in that Korea. No, Hamburger Hill was those the Nam. Man. Is it okay? I remember that was a big thing. But towards the end, I remember toward the end of the eighties. I'm really dating myself here. <clears throat> Most of you listening weren't even born then, so that's cool. But um, uh, I remember that Pow Mia was like a big deal. Yeah, I I actually recall that flag suddenly going up everywhere and being like. Did, did something happen? Like, was Rambo too real? What's going on? But now people just got really into it. Oh, Palmia, dude. It was like prisoners of war, missing in action. Uh, we won't, we won't slow down until they're all home. And like, wow, that kind of shit. But I don't know. Just like they're dead. What do you mean until they're all home? Until they're this- fucking until each each. <laughs> Until each and every one of them are home, man. All right. The, the fair prisoners enough. of war in Vietnam. I, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> in case that was a history lesson, we're doing a new... We had a, a production meeting the other day, and we decided that uh, doing a, a history lesson was probably going to be the best as far as getting laughs goes. That is, yeah, that's that's true. So this I, don't think I, was, I missed that meeting. I uh, I tried to make it. I just couldn't. We conferenced you in, but you—it was one of those conference calls that you just put it on hold and you leave the room, yep. but you can hear people talking. You know what's funny? I have a standing conference call on Monday mornings with my company. Mm-hmm. I have called in every single week, and I have not ever participated once. I just it, like I put the phone thing in my ear, <laughs> and then yep. I just disappear into like Instagram for like forty minutes sometimes. Wow! Yeah. And, I've trained myself to where I can tell when the conversation is cued where they're asking for feedback, but they do it in such like an assholeish way that they never actually ask for uh, they never ask for anything of content. They just say, "Okay, so is everyone agreed on that?" So oh, yeah. when I know that there's two seconds of silence, I just go, "Yep." And yep. I no one has ever caught on to this. It's it's incredible. And I have never missed out on any piece of information. Like, I've never been like, oh, I should have been listening in that meeting. Nothing from these meetings has ever come up in my actual life, ever. This is how I spend my time. So what if one day they're like, Andrew, we need you to do the uh, stereo for the White House. Yep. Just the stereo. (laughs) Yep. Yep. What if you just like you just say yep and you agree to shit you're not even listening to? Yeah, that's the thing. I, I probably have, but I haven't done it, and, and no one seems to care. So that's fine. That's great. So how's how's your week been, pal? Uh, it's been all right. Been uh, I talked to a lot of police this week. Um, that's good. Well, that's a lot great. of a lot of like theft issues going on in my business that I've had to uh, like talk to like cops who are like five times as big as me. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> did, you ever, did you ask him like cool cop questions? No, I just I I want to get out of there as quick as possible. Like I being at a police station is just so fucking sad. Although I thought about it today, where do you go to be a person who's like volunteers to be in a police lineup? Because like when that'd I've got be... like a Saturday with nothing to do, that seems like that'd be a cool <laughs> way to spend some time. What if you get jammed up? What if they're like, that's him? I know it's him. Oh, I don't know. I got I have that kind of face. I guess I don't know. I, actually, I thought about that. What if that? Ha- what if you go through three police lineups and you get picked all three times, and you've got to keep coming out and be oh, like, fuck. I don't know. I just uh, I've been here all day, officer. Number three, can you turn and say, "Mommy needs a rest." <laughs> <laughs> mommy needs her sleep. Can you say that? Yeah. So I, uh, that's mommy needs her sleep. 
Is, is that okay? Uh, so that's been my week, more or less, like uh, dealing with the long arm of the law. I think, did you ever watch uh, <laughs> Parks and Recreation? Uh, not if I can help it, but I do think Aubrey Plaza is a stone. I know fox you bef- love that shit. Before the plastic surgery, awesome. The um, of awesome course his dreams. name is, is fucking. I'm drawing a blank on his name now. Uh, Adam Scott has. Uh, they write in this really good personality quirk where he's really nervous around cops. And <laughs> they actually pull <laughs> it off great. like super well. It's one of the most convincing little like subplots in uh, in the show. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen it. My room, uh, one of my roommates watches that kind of TV a lot, so I should check it out. That kind of TV. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like the funny haha. I watch nothing but Dragons Den and Shark Tank. <clears throat> Just gonna throw it out there. Have you started? Did you watch The Prophet though? No, I didn't watch The Prophet. Uh, the all prophet. right. Uh, you got to get into The Prophet. I'm, I'm going to throw it out there for everyone. I'm actually, I think it's about to take off, so I'm going to be right before the wave. I'm going to uh, do it. The Prophet is the best parts of Shark Tank and the best parts of Bar Rescue thrown together. Oh, my so, God. That's great. Yeah. So this guy just shows up at like, oh, your horse farm is failing. I'm going to cut you a million dollar check right now, but then you have to do everything I say. And then it's I just this dude like headbutting Hicks. Yeah, it's just it's just this dude <laughs> trying to make people money and people like fucking themselves up every step of the way. It's really, really good. It's That's on uh, CNBC, I think. I'm just I'll just Project Free TV that shit. Yeah, I, I think it's all on demand. If you have uh, if you have cable in the punk house, I think we we on demanded something <laughs> off a of slingbox last night. <clears throat> Andrew. Uh, what do you think? What do you think? Do we have cable in the punk house? No. Uh, you know, some some punk houses have cable. Funny enough, yeah, I yeah. still have an outstanding unpaid cable bill from my old punk house, which was seriously 15 years ago. At least, yeah. Yeah, still, that was pre, still uh, there. That was on West Street. That was on West Street. Yeah. I think I, I bought a WrestleMania on pay-per-view for everyone for some reason. <laughs> I still have not paid it back like a, a significant portion of my life later. You'll never I'm, see that I'm, money. I'm kind of glad that when you go to buy a house, that's that nick on your credit is going to be standing in the way. Nah, my credit's awesome now. Well, <clears> it's getting better anyway. It's uh, it, it used my credit used to be the fucking worst, like sub six hundred, way sub six hundred. It was just like wow. alarms go off when I, you know, like did you just like get a credit card, card and never pay it, or what? Like what happened? I had many credit cards and never paid them. This is uh, we're doing our financial episode, I guess. Even though we only got like two oh, financial God. questions, but you, you uh, know, when yeah. You, when you get older, you start talking about that money, man. This is what I would urge you to do: is not try and start a recording studio based on credit cards. I remember your recording studio, though. That was great. It it worked briefly. That's it, man. Yeah, I should have when I opened the door and I saw the guy that I shared the studio with kicking a hole in the wall with like a woman standing next to him, looking horrified. Uh, I should have known that I should have maybe uh, cut those cards up and sent everything back, but hey. That was great. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a real scream. <laughs> that was a real scream. Yeah. Um, well, we recorded, uh, Anna Vierk recorded, um, we recorded out of Drew Kishline in that studio. It sounded great. Was that, I, no, you know what, Kishline was, uh, we recorded that in our practice space. And we oh, borrowed right. the we practice did. space across the hall and ran a snake between the two rooms and one was that the control was room. That, that was great. That was pretty awesome. good. Uh, this came out really well. This my studio was. Uh, what did we record there? We did uh, Charles Rocket. Yeah. Uh, 
All the we did the Adorno seven inch. There. Yeah, that era. Most of that was done in there, uh, and then a, a few metalcore records that I don't particularly care for. <laughs> like, uh, did you? I think you recorded a Common Correct album there. I didn't. I did record a uh, fuck. Was it Think Again? Was Think Again still a band, or was it Sugar Eater at that point? I don't know. One of, one of those guys. Eater, yeah, yeah. Both that, great bands. Yep. That's hundred like percent uh, awesome. That was uh, that was cut there. Yep. I remember that was uh, yeah that was a really famous studio in Albany lore. There was a uh, you know that the I don't know if you saw it or not, Andrew, but there was somebody in their infinite wisdom <clears throat> started a all old school Albany people. Facebook group. You know, it's funny. I, as we, I always, I never make notes for this, and there's always a point where I get tense, and I'm like, oh fuck, like I don't have anything to talk about. Like I gotta go off the cuff. I'm bad going off the cuff, especially when I'm tired and whatnot. But this week, yeah, I was like, too. I know there's something really all-encompassing that we <laughs> we have to talk about, and I can't remember what it is. And of course, it's that. The, oh, of course. The Albany Scenesters so, oh. from 1994 to 2006 uh, oh, Facebook God, it's so group. bad. It's it 100% is, terrible. Yeah, it is uh, well, I mean, it started super out great. sad. It started out great. All right, well, it started out great because, yeah, like, well, it, I, it, <laughs> you, you go ahead. You, you start to spin oh, this yarn. Okay. <laughs> Here's the deal. There is a period in Albany music history that a lot, a lot, of people romanticize and that's like the early 2000s right where people were young and people were having fun and it was like really fucking weird as far as like togetherness or whatever (laughs) i don't know man and uh it then it died as quickly as it got good it died people moved away People realized all at once it was terrible. Kind of folded. And then someone brought it back the other day, and it's the people who are posting in there. Act like it happened last week. Yeah. People are remembering shit that I completely forgot. And the first couple days, it brought me into like a mind swirl. (laughs) I was... The first couple days were exciting because this was also the era where... This was, I think, just before like uh, the what the Bridge Nine board became like an obnoxious thing that makes you want to like die. It was just like it existed, yeah, but it didn't hit that critical mass yet. And I and I'll say I spent a lot of time on hardcore message boards. If nothing else, the Albany area did not have good bands. No, it did not have good shows. Did not have good venues. Did not have good people. It was like it was a pretty fucking shitty spot. But it had some high quality, like message board dickheads. Oh my god! You know, like <laughs> really extreme, yeah. like it's it with true talent. Like I wish everyone could have monetized it. So <laughs> this fucking—I don't even know who this guy is. I probably met him a ton, a ton of times and don't remember him at all. Uh, this dude started a, a group just based around if you were into music in Albany in in this era. Whoa! Yeah, and so. Um, <laughs> I don't know, people who have state worker jobs came back and were, like, reminiscing about their, like, their bar rock bands and whatnot. And then just, like, out of nowhere, all of these dickheads, myself included, yourself included, 
oh, all yeah. just rolled in and spent 48 hours essentially leveling the place and like making it, it not was... fun for anybody. <laughs> that was and really then, fun. And then everyone just bounced. So it was just like, okay, this is like this is this well, is done now. And, that and there was were it. people who were actually getting red asses and like catching feelings. Dude, like, I was getting text messages from people. Yo. I, I was getting off the fucking site text messages from people so like about content. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Fucking, fucking. We are, we have a friend named Matto who moved to Buffalo. And oh, Matto like, got yeah. Matto got a real red ass. I, that was Matto one of the text a, messages Matt, I got. Matto got a smoking red ass over <laughs> the fact that I said that he stole money from like an like a punk collective to fucking ten buy money. Ten years, fifteen year fucking years ago to buy. To pay rent and bills and buy rope to make rope belts because he used to wear a rope belt. I don't think Matto ever wore a rope belt. Matto listens to the show. He can write in and say whether or not for sure he wore a rope belt. I know Ron yeah. wore a rope belt for a little while, but I don't think Matto ever wore a rope belt. But all that shit came out, and he of all people got like salty about it. Really good. Yeah, that was it. Was really high quality. For, then there was like, this band F Timmy oh, who dude. put out. They God. Little backstory for all people who didn't grow up in Albany, which was everybody. There's this band called F. Timmy, right? <clears throat> and they were supposed to have a record deal because they were like pop punk and they were supposed to be the next Blink-182 and whatever. But then 9-11 happened. The day, uh, the day they were supposed to have their label showcase, or the day after they had their label showcase and they were going to meet at Atlantic Records and sign a contract. And then 9-11 happened. So then two weeks later, they're like, the record company's like, nah, we're not really going to sign anybody, you know, because it's like a weird time. We don't know if anybody's going to buy music. Yeah, the weird time is also that nobody's buying music because there's everyone is stealing music at this point. Like, well, it, you've yeah. way missed the boat. Well, but the thing is, they took to our local alternative news weekly, Metroland, and wrote a very self-serving article about the fact that 9-11 ruined their music career. <laughs> yeah, it, it's pretty good. It's still out there. It's so good. And our friend Nick Ace, the, the, the prince he is, found this article and posted it and said, Hey, remember when F. Timmy uh, <laughs> wrote an article about how 9-11 ruined their music career? And the dude from F. Timmy came out of the woodwork and started defending himself. Yeah, and these guys got, got really got salty. destroyed. It was awesome. Yeah. So there was a few, like, a good, solid couple hours. I, we still have, like, a handful of these fucking old bystander board guys that listen to this, so I'm sure can probably uh, attest to this. Yeah. There was a few solid hours where it was like, it was like no one had ever left. It was just, yeah. like, back in the swing of things. And that shit's fun, because no matter what, like, I remember having, like, a really, really long, like, weirdly sleepy conversation with Patrick about this in the car once uh, shared history is like super exciting for everybody who has it yep. you know like even if it's shared history about like the dumbest shit about like being from the Appalachians you know like it doesn't make just shared history is just like this really intensely powerful thing and everyone just it's just it encoded into the human brain is how it goes you know yep. humans are social so yeah there was a uh, a certain amount of time where it was just like, wow, this is this is really like fun and interesting and weird. And then it fell so Ooh. flat, like oh so flat. And there there were certain like people that would start showing up in the threads where you could tell you like, oh, well, this is over. Like, <laughs> yeah. this, this is done. So that's it. Well, yeah, it was like the major players were all there. And then all of a sudden it's just like back then where the major players were all hanging out. 
in one like area of the room, and then all of a sudden, like the dorks, like the B team showed up. <laughs> the B team, <laughs> <laughs> and like then all of a sudden the B team showed up and took over a thread and whatever, and it was like, ugh, like obviously it was time for us to leave. Yeah, everyone just peaced at that point. Um, that, was, I, we was, really, I think I said it on there. We really experienced the. The, like the start the rise and the fall of our like our mid-20s in the span of like a couple hours oh my god it was great it was All really sudden, crazy and then the people who were like too cool left myself included my yeah i was out peace done <clears throat> and then i don't know how I, to get up the group though so every time someone posts something it still shows up on my phone and i've got to like exit out that night i fell asleep woke up i had 60 notifications oh yeah no, like that was the thing i would just wake up and be like what the fuck happens yeah and i was like who is why why <laughs> people stayed up all night riding on that shit. Oh yeah, they loved that shit. So and yeah, like, but people were like, "Oh, we should get all these bands should get back together. Yeah, we nope, should have out, a show." Peace. I was like, "No, no, no. goodbye." That's, that's when I jumped the shark because I was like, "Nah, dude, like no, well, no, 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 yeah. get back, no get back together, fucking show, please." The bands were atrocious. They were yeah. atrocious back then. <clears throat> that, yeah, oof, and so yeah, so that was that was how we spent our week. Or at least uh, a good section of it. Um, Andrew, you <clears throat> might have noticed I was a little late getting to the podcast tonight. I did. Usually I'm the one that's late. And I was late as well, so I didn't think too much of it. What... Yeah, you want to guess why I was late, pal? Um, no. <laughs> I don't. I just want you to go right ahead and tell me. I, I engaged in intercourse. I, I fucking knew it. You know, I knew it, and I should have said it, but I didn't. And I now I'm beating myself up over it. Hey man, I it was right down to the wire too. Wow, you should have yeah. just called in. We've been planning to have you be with a woman on the podcast for so long. You could have oh just called god, in. Oh my god, I know. And she had to get back to work. It was one of those things. Oh wow, was it straight up off Tinder? It was like a literal like nooner, but no, at like, it, but but at at like seven. Now this is a woman that I've been with a couple times, <clears throat> and she's like, she's like, hey, I, I have lunch break at seven. Can you pick me up and then bring me back to work by eight? And I was like, awesome. See if I can make that happen. So I picked her up, we brought, brought her back to the crib, kicked it. My room is a fucking complete mess. Well, you, luckily, you got that privacy curtain. Yeah, luckily, I had the privacy curtain. I, it kept me private all from right. the outside world. I'm going to put this out to the, all the listeners. Yeah. We're going to have a contest. <laughs> I want everybody, whether you can draw or not, to just draw your rendition of Hans's room and email it to us. And the, uh, the, the, the best rendition will get something. I don't know what it'll please, be. I'll figure that please, out along the way. Please make it an MS Paint. We'll, we'll give you yeah, a you sign. Yeah, you can do MS Paint. You can, do, uh, you can do oil on canvas. Whatever you feel like. Whatever, you, you just create your rendition of the, the maelstrom that he lives in. We'll give you a signed copy of your Beneath Me. Absolutely. That, I can do that in a heartbeat. <laughs> Definitely do that. Yeah, okay. Signed copy of your Beneath Me, um, uh, a Polaroid of me shirtless. Perfect. And, um, um, I don't know. A prize to be determined later. A, a piece of paper with Gabri. Gabri kissed the piece of paper with the lipstick. Oh, wow. That's racy. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> some dude <laughs> some dude in Iowa is like, oh, that's it's awesome. feverishly drawing right yeah. now. <laughs> so that, you got like a prize pack, all right? We'll just throw some shit in there, some hockey cards, you know? Whatever. Um, I'll, I'll give you a, a guitar string. Perfect. I've got the old Larry Bird book in my in my road box still. You can't give that away, really. 
I still have. I, that thing is like a time capsule, dude. You got the Larry <laughs> Bird book. You got the Boz book in there, too? I just got the Boz book in there still. Wow. <laughs> that thing's a fucking time capsule. It's like six years now. Because um, I got a new amp, and I've been jamming on it. It's fucking awesome. And uh, I just said jamming on it. Man, you did ooh. say jamming on it. That was just, that was a neat thing that just happened right there. Yeah, I'm, I'm entirely spent entirely too much time in Albany, New York. Um, still thinking about moving. It's so tempting now because it's it's literally like a phone call and buying a plane ticket. Like that's how easy it is right now. I was actually looking at uh, a trip I want to take with Gabri next year that uh, that involved going to Portland. Oh my god! Oh my god! Is this like a lover's getaway, or can I jump in on that shit? Ah, uh, eh, might be a lover's getaway. I don't. I don't know. There is a significant portion of driving that <laughs> that you and I are usually pretty good about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, are you driving out there, or no, not out there? My thought was my uh, my brother lives in Denver, and he works in this very like intense upscale hotel and he gets you know really ridiculous room rates for uh, family and friends you had a brother i do have a brother he's uh very much persona non grata in most things of my life he's very quiet and not really interested in anything i am um but yeah he's out there and he's always asking us to uh to go out and, and see him i think he's a little bit lonely and uh <laughs> whoa what is it where's this going dude <laughs> no well, you know hey it's going places <laughs> but uh my uh my mother i'm i'm just going to i'm going to let it all out i'm just going to get very personal in this episode or whatever my uh, oh my, God. my mother's uh, sort of like common law husband i don't exactly know what situation they were in um swingers. at that point uh swingers um mm. he uh, he died like 2 or 3 weeks ago i think it's the funeral yeah, I was up when for we were supposed to meet up yeah and uh last christmas he had gotten me a uh, like a flight voucher for southwest to go see my brother which is going to expire at the end of the year so now i feel this i feel intense obligation to go see my brother because he's out there by himself and now doubled on that intense obligation to use this flight voucher because it was a you know it's a very nice gift (laughs) it's a very nice gift but i don't i don't want to spend the week in denver because it's denver you know it's just like so my plan is that we can just go out there catch up with my brother for the weekend i see my brother for eight minutes for like the year and we're like good we're caught up you yeah. know, we're like, all right, I'll set. You know, I have, I share a beer with him. And we we high five, and he goes to Penn Station, and I go home. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, so we would fly out there, spend the weekends, you know, pretending we like to hike for his benefit, and then uh, and then just drive to uh, to like Portland and Seattle, spend two days driving across a uh, nice landscape, stop in Yellowstone, you know, all that shit. Um, so yeah, so there's a significant portion of driving there. That's that's something else. Huh? I might have, maybe we'll have to get you in on this. I dude, I'm into it. Honestly, we could we could trade off. Gabby could tell stories. It'd be like that scene in The Shining where they're driving in the car and the <laughs> kids in the back. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, talking that, about? That, that's a uh, a wildly accurate portrait. Yes. <laughs> You're Shelley Duvall. I'm Jack Nicholson. Didn't and the daughter Gabby's... party get stretched around here? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Gabby's the kid in the back. Plus, if we could, if you know, it could be a lover's getaway. You just put up a fucking put up a privacy cool curtain. curtain. <laughs> put Amy in the back seat. I'll put on. I think some you music. have enough money. You can get your own room now, man. I think it's uh, listen. I think we're, we can have this adult conversation about you being able to afford your own fucking hotel room. <laughs> no, man. We'll just put a sheet up. 
That's all right, man. It'll we'll be like the good old days. We'll get on the. We'll talk about it on the internet. <laughs> That'll be great, man. Be like, what's going on over there, guys? Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. And like, I'll have the bed closest to the bathroom, so like someone has to walk by. <laughs> Like afterward, you know, you gotta clean up a little bit. Perfect. Sounds sounds exceptional. I'm, like I'm pretending to sleep, but I'm hearing. I'm I'm listening. Yeah, of course. Like <laughs> of course. Perfect silhouette on the sheet. You know, like oh. someone knocked a lamp over <laughs> on the other side. It's like a sitcom. Perfect. That would be great, man. Like wow, Andrew's got those hips moving right now. Whoa, taking it to the extra limit. All right, so I'll pitch Gabrielle on this. It sounds like a good idea. I think she'll They're be great <laughs> to save <laughs> save money. We'll get the we'll get a nice place, but we only get one room. Perfect. And you put the sheet up. We go ask the ask the maid for an extra sheet. It's not nothing yeah. too heavy, thank you. No, we just need an extra sheet, maybe clothesline. Be all right. I get the <coughs> I get the side. Okay, deal. Right. You you two because you're gonna be doing whatever, every, like twenty four seven. Twenty four seven. Yeah, you're gonna get the you get the bed near the bathroom. If I can get the bed near the TV. All right, that that makes sense. Because I'll put on ESPN, loud, and y'all can do whatever. That's true. I mean, nothing really gets me off more than, like, Stephen A. Smith yelling, <laughs> yelling about Reggie Bush, you know? Like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> That's the Fernando Valenzuela, 30 for 30. Awesome. I'm about to come. <laughs> turn it up. Wait, turn it down. All right, turn it up. Turn it down. Okay. Turn it up again. Uh, I turn it down, or there's, like, a commercial break, and I hear a moan. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit! I turn this. I I press the volume down just slightly, like every few minutes. Just a little, so like you, you wouldn't notice exactly. You don't notice. All of a sudden, the TV's so low, but you're too in the throes, man. You're like, oh, like Gabby looks up in your eyes, like this is everything I've ever wanted on a vacation. Like I, I can smell Hans's uh, body and feet. Yeah, it sounds good. And he's he's just laying there, and I can hear him breathing. Like yeah. he's so fat. I'm making a strong sale right now. <laughs> Look, I'll get my own sh- fucking penthouse suite. Poor decision. $200 at the Hilton. Perfect. Like, yeah, and then, you know, whatever, man. We're actually what going you- to Florida tomorrow. You want to? You you all are going to Florida tomorrow. We're going to Florida tomorrow. We're packing right now. If you hear you noise to, in the background, that's Gabri getting her bag to uh, to pack you, while I podcast. Why on earth are you going to Florida? Uh, she wants to go see your grandmother. I want to go see my grandmother and my mother. So we're having a uh, a, a whole a whole little trip. Well, Luckily, all of these people live within like twenty five miles of each other. It's it's well, like it's, Florida is like the size of like I like a Wisconsin suburb. Yeah. You could drive clear across in like an hour. Yeah, I don't know why you would. But. So by the time you hear this podcast, I will almost certainly have been grifted. My identity will be stolen. I'll be like knifed in a fucking like Tesco's parking lot. It'll be... Uh, Tesco's, huh? Yeah. Or no, what's the, what do they have down there? Uh, Publix. Publix. Yeah. So I'll be knifed in a Publix parking lot. That's and... of course. It's not like Texas. Texas, the name of the Texas supermarket is Heeb. Oh, that's true. That's right. Heeb. Remember when we went there and it's like, oh, it says Heeb. H-E-B. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. I don't think there's any Jewish people in Texas. Because if I was Jewish and I saw, I lived next door to a store named Heeb, I'd you'd, be bumming. You'd, you'd feel a way about that. I'd feel a way about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing we recorded tonight. I know. That's why we had to do it tonight. Yeah, my, my fucking... My, my, I, that, that was... That was like some night shift shit. That was like hit and dip. That girl, man, because we had a, like we had about 
a 15 minute window to kick it. I'm glad that worked out for you. I took it hard. I felt like, I mean, I don't look good when I take my clothes off, but I felt like I had a rock hard. You just body. went for it anyway. I felt like I was athletic. I was mad. I was athletic. I felt like I had a rock hard prison body. Now she's got to go through work feeling like that. Yeah, she's still at work. It's rough, you know. With the image of my fucking face in her face, <laughs> it's, it's got to be awesome. I should I should quiz her. I should be like, uh, hey, so uh, so what are you thinking about? Yeah, on a scale of one to ten, how do you feel about the following scenarios? Andrew, speaking of money, <clears throat> you might hear what I have in my hand right now. I received yeah, the check in the mail for five dollars. That's excellent. Uh, from ABT SRBI Incorporated, and I have no idea why. <clears throat> um, that sounds like uh, I don't Scam. know. I got I got a a thirty dollar check in the mail from my class action lawsuit against the company that produces muscle milk. So uh, really, yeah. So it's made. Did you sign up for a class action lawsuit at some point? Uh, no, it doesn't say anything. I think it's a scam. Could be. It's some scam shit. It has my in my name spelled correctly and everything. I don't get it. Yeah, no, this this seems highly suspect. Like, oh, you I can't do anything with a check, really, but, hey, you know, whatever. Well, maybe I'll just deposit it anyway. Yeah, give it a shot. What can happen? Money, put, gone. Somehow, throw, all gone. I'll, That's it. I'll throw that shit in betterment, dog. Watch that shit grow. Perfect. I got that 90-10 going <clears throat> on right now, dog. Oh, is that right? Nice. Oh, yeah. This shit's growing. Until yeah. it doesn't. Until I lose all my money. But. No, when you're... This is the thing when you're, you're everyone all your fucking stocks are going up, you know that kind of sucks. You're you're paying market values. It's when everyone flips out and sells their shit that you start throwing money, and that's the that's the way to do it. That's yeah. I like. I was really excited last month when the stock market kept dipping because I knew my auto pay was gonna really knock it out of the park, and it did. I can already tell from that little bit that it's. Uh, it increased a lot, but now everyone's excited again. The market's doing good again, and it fucking sucks. Yeah, now gas is about three bucks. Dude. Whoa. The Bumpus' yeah. dogs are uh, in full force. <laughs> the Bumpus' dogs are, in fact, in full force. So, it's kind of speaking, that we're going to tie this all together. We're going to tie your money, investments, and the concept of living next to a store named Hebe uh, together. <laughs> Into uh, into my my newest money making venture. I hope you're ready for this. I'm ready. All right, <clears throat> I'm going to start a magazine, a print magazine. Already a great idea. Already a great idea. It's going to be a lifestyle magazine, of and it's going to be entitled "Fuck the Poor." <laughs> That's it. Fuck the poor. It's just about fuck the poor. That's it. It's just you know like. Uh, I can't even think of like a, it's like Mr. Burns writing columns about uh, you know about, about buying private islands and shit like that. Really, you know, really wow. good. Just fuck the poor, like really super fuck the poor, and a uh, lot, lots of um, you know perspective columns and uh, and shit like that. Remember that woman who uh, was complaining that kids from bad neighborhoods come and trick or treat in her neighborhood and whether or not she should give them candy. That like yes. scaled to uh, like a grand, tremendous like September issue size. Really, really is, good. Is this parody or is this something you feel? This is something I feel. And this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make this. I'm going to make this magazine. I'm going to promote it heavily. Cover price of nine ninety five. And. I'm going to sell it and sell right through my first issue purely on controversy alone. <laughs> so I will that whole thing. But what people don't understand is 
all of it has been ghostwritten by me. And all I did was just throw money at a printer to have him do this because I had Gabri do all the layout. And so I just pocket all the money and I just I never put out another issue. That's it. I just that's I'm just done. Like everyone gets so wound up about fuck the poor that they buy it just to be angry about it and I walk away and I'm feeling good. That is a million dollar idea. But that's only step one. Step two, ah. this is gonna be a three part thing. I haven't figured out the part three yet. Part two is and you're gonna have to strap yourselves in. We're gonna lose this is also my bid to lose followers. Because uh, cool. someone will definitely it. get fucking wound up about this shit is uh, I want to open a very hard to get into um, and uh, not necessarily like exclusive but just like kind of out of the way it's in Bushwick you know it's just like in Bushwick in a uh, like a road that's mostly populated by like feral dogs sure um, yeah nothing else around it it's it's really in uh, no man's land our way to get inside um, <laughs> you know reasonably everything farm to table all this good stuff uh, I want to open a restaurant and call it Wigger Burger. <laughs> and that's it. And when you want to come and you want to spray paint stuff on the walls and, you know, like, it's, it's it. So we'll make, like, the Korean taco burger and all that uh, all that stuff. The ramen burger. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. So <clears throat> so uh, I'll, I'll pour all my fuck the poor money into Wigger Burger. Let, uh, let Wigger Burger turn a pretty healthy profit and then question mark that's where i'm stuck right now that's that's where my fortune building has ended i need to i need to up this ante a little bit to something even more intense so so yeah so i need people to uh to help me out with this those of you who haven't already (laughs) unfollowed us and are now writing us hate mail that i will not read no andrew i think that's very problematic i'm about to can we make it on the problematic side i bet we can I certainly can. Yeah, if we haven't already, we gotta get on from I'm there. I'm problematic as shit. I All don't right. care about a lot. <laughs> and I'm usually the contra- I'm usually the controversial one. But you're you're taking it out of the park. Yeah, you know, man. it's it was, it was an idea that's just floating around my head. It's an idea whose that's whose that's time has come. Seriously. It's- to, I can't burger. take all the credit. Gabri did give me the idea for the Korean taco burger because uh, that's currently Korean tacos are extreme wigger fare right now. So oh, great. So she, she's on little, it. She's on trend. There are a lot of wiggers in Brooklyn. That's true. That is true. Like a ton. Yep. It's it's neat. <laughs> Andrew, are you? Um, when do? You, how long are you in Florida for, buddy? I will be there till next uh, Monday or Tuesday, something like that. It's going so for a long for... weekend. Oh, so you're only there until Monday. Okay. Yeah, cool. something like that. Oh, because I want to come down and visit. I mean, I guess you can if you want. No, not when you're gone, dude. Oh, I see what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> I want to come visit, like, when you're gone. I, I, I guess you can. Your... You can take care of the I cat. Can... That's cool. Yeah, I was going to say, I can take care of the cat. I can act like I live in Brooklyn. I can smash Tinder babes. Nice. The uh, the cat oh. met a chihuahua last night for the first time, and the yeah, chihuahua that... got scared and peed on my bed. What the fuck? Why is there a, where is there a chihuahua in your house? Uh, a friend of Gabri's was house-sitting some chihuahuas, and uh, yeah, now there's now chihuahua pee in my, in my comforter. That's really not cool, dude. Uh, it was all right. I can live with it. I bought some really nice sheets. Are they the t-shirt style sheets? No, these are like <laughs> like thousand thread count, like African sheets. I Satin. really want to get uh, 
Like, uh, the, the raw linen sheets are supposed to be the best thing to sleep on. They're supposed to be, like, so ridiculously next-level good to sleep on. And I really want to get them, but it would be... You may as well start the countdown until one of us fucking spills, like, somehow drops a bar of, like, dark chocolate into a glass of red wine, which then shatters onto the, uh, onto the mat. Like, it's... It's a what matter about, of minutes until whoa, they're ruined. Whoa, whoa. Well, you get those. What about like? What about sex stains and shit? That's okay. That's fine. That you know that comes out in the wash. But yeah, no. <laughs> we've got. We have like, I don't think we've ever had a set of uh, of sheets that didn't eventually you know get to meet red wine or uh, or yeah like dark chocolate or something that's just I don't know. We eat in bed way too much. We got to stop eating in bed. <laughs> <laughs> I've eaten in bed. How's Gab doing? She's all right. She's packing her bags right now. Oh, really? oh my God, no. She's moving out? Yeah, she's oh moving God. out. That's it. Oh, my God. Gabri, don't do it, man. You'll never find a guy as good as Andrew. That's what I said, but she laughed in my face, so it's over now. Yeah, I laugh in your face, too. Yeah, no, a lot of, of people moment, do. Though, in the heat of the moment, when you say shit like that, like women are like, fuck you. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that doesn't usually go well. You'll never find anyone as cool as, as you'll never. You'll never find any. I've said that a couple. I yeah, think I'll I said try, that to dickhead. Girl. You know, <laughs> I think I said that to that punk girl. It's like you'll never find someone like me, and and it's like of course, like she's the one dumping me. So it's like, yeah, I know. Like, yeah, I, that's that's, what, that's okay. Like, that's the point. You're fucking. You're a living Bruegel painting. You fucking caveman. Get the fuck out of my face. All right. So it's contest number two. Contest number one is uh, is draw or paint Hans's room. Uh, and contest Please. number two is I don't even know if this can be a contest I don't know what I'm giving away for the first one let alone the second what is the worst thing you've ever said to somebody who's breaking up with you please yes that's the number two contest I'll have to think about what mine is I don't know <laughs> And for bo- number one, please do this contest. Yeah. Please submit. And for number two, yeah, you're, the winner submit. will definitely go on the fucking uh, site, of course. Definitely. I I, uh, I I picked up. I was also active on the Twitter last week. I posted a couple things about uh, the Allentown. I posted the Allentown video. Up nice. There, oh, that's great. I'm gonna have to go and watch that. My it's... every time I I know when you're on Twitter because I turn on my iPad, which is linked to our Tumblr account. Yeah. And or hold on, did I fuck up? Are we talking about Twitter or Tumblr? We're talking about Twitter. Oh, okay. I, I, for some reason, thought you were talking about Tumblr. That's great that you were on Twitter. That's fucking fantastic. Taking some of yeah. the burden off my, uh, my what is it, 80 characters, 120 characters? <laughs> yeah. Hold on a second here. My leg hurts. I'm sitting Indian style. Sorry, that's problematic, too. I'm sitting Indian style in Not my bed cool. right now. Hemorrhaging followers. It's you know what it's this is the year. Remember I said a while ago this is the year of not this is the year of this being being a hard hard. This is just well, isn't that 2015? Hard. Isn't uh, the start of 2015 is the year of being real? Yeah, the year of being real. We haven't forgotten this, about this, that. It's getting an early start. It's getting cold out. Wow, you you've been on uh, you've been on Twitter. All right. Yeah, dude, a little bit. Do we actually have 1,000 tweets? How is that possible? Because every time I post on oh, Tumblr, okay. that makes more get... sense. Yeah, dude. All right, that makes sense. Okay, cool. Oh, a thousand tweets. I feel way more productive now. Yeah, no, I didn't do great, shit. Man. Yeah, you got to go on. You got to get on the Tumblr and answer answer some questions, man. Well, do you want to knock out a few questions while we're here? We're, uh, we're we're chugging right along. Why don't we do that? And then I'm gonna try and do uh, call the next corner. That's awesome. Do it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try. <laughs> uh, I really don't want to. 
I think it's really going to be weird, but for the sake of the podcast, I'm going to do it. We'll give it a shot. Are you going to disclose that you're on doing a podcast, or are you just going to call me like, what's up? I'm just going to be like, hey, what's up? Okay, cool. <laughs> um, like, hey, uh, I miss you. Just to oh, see dude. what's going on. <laughs> are you drunk? <laughs> Unbelievable. <clears throat> I have to figure out who to call. So you, you read a question while I figure out who the fuck to all call. All right, let's see. Uh, all right, real un- uninteresting question here for me. Can you tell me about your cat situation? I live in a small apartment with two cats, and it's getting kind of stinky in here. Should I up their litter food game or what? Um, I uh, I don't know. <laughs> I this one is. It's very rare we come across something I have very little opinion on, but I, this one I just really don't know. We use some cat litter that's meant for, like, multiple cats, but we just had the one that seems to do it. And, uh, I don't know, I, I just, just get your cat good food. Don't give her, like, shit with, like, uh, diseased dog intestines in it, like most fucking, uh, most pet foods. <laughs> it's really, really gross. Diseased dog intestines, huh? Uh, let's see. Uh, another upstate tale of intrigue for your listeners, Steve Rouchy. An unhinged Steve. weirdo who went on an insane power trip in Schenectady School District's facilities department. This American Life did a pretty good story on it. I'll have to look this guy up. Steve Ryucci, man. He Ryucci. was the worst of the worst. Interesting. All right, cool. Dude was the worst of the worst. That's a great... That's actually a great person to talk about. Listen to that This American Life. This the, the, This American Life is fucking boring. Like, Agreed. If they have a million fucking followers and Ira Glass makes a dime off that, we should be millionaires because that shit is not interesting. But the story was good. Just saying. Wow, there's a lot. Somebody wrote in all caps. I can't read that. <laughs> Somebody wrote in all caps. Yeah, huh? Nope. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see. Favorite gun club record? Miami. Miami's great. That's what I thought too. <clears throat> Hans, I just looked up burning bridges and I kind of liked it. Don't be so hard on yourself, man. Police line still sucks balls, though. True. <laughs> yeah. Nobody ever says it was good. Um, See, I would, was op- I would argue, I would, I would be hard on yourself about that. Yeah, I mean, a bowl of couple was okay. What we really want is more Geppetto. <laughs> oh, oh, I almost please. forgot about Geppetto. We yeah, when we go to when we go to Portland, man, we got to do a Geppetto episode. Hell yeah, we have to find Geppetto. I've just started a music recommendation podcast with a friend, and we're struggling to think of a name. Any ideas? This is like trying to find a band name. How about listen, comma, dork? Yeah, listen, comma, dork. Um, Promise Ring Rules is also a great name. <laughs> um, uh, a bullet couple reminded me of those classic Hans fever, fever dream-fueled scenarios, like his dream about performing a musical You're a Man Now with Sean Duty. <laughs> Wow. So do the character as a lead and time traveling to run a train on Ava Braun with Andrew, like actually funny stuff. Thank fucking you. Fuck all you assholes. Fuck you, Andrew, man. This is the <laughs> shit that makes me want to f- fucking drive down there. Wait till you get out of work, man. Let's all go. Right. Let's imagine if we went round and round, man, who do you think would win? I like, I can't throw a punch to save my life. So there you go. Actually, I, I think it, I did almost like kill a guy in the park, but I punched him with brass knuckles. Doesn't count. Yeah. 
I think it would just be. I think it would be really embarrassing. I would get out of breath really quick. I'm in terrible shape. Yeah, right I now. can't. Who who cares enough to like? I can't even care enough to get in like a yelling match with you over something. It's just like all right, whatever. It's no, cool. Andrew, we haven't had a disagreement. I think ever. I mean, we're pretty good friends. Um, yeah, I I I think we had like one like the most minor headbutt on like a tour like once. It was something that lasted like four seconds and was over. Yeah, I don't even think that. I don't even remember. That's how. I do think if we went to champs and got food, that Chundi would try to fight us at this point. He would a hundred percent have his have somebody spit in our food. Like that's. I think he would pull guarantee. this like this is a safe space bullshit and it's be like, "You need to get out of here. You guys are bullies." It's possible. I think that, it's worth it's worth trying. I, I'm content to let Sean Doody live his life, man. Whatever whatever this dude wants to do, I don't like. I, I know. I, I, just, I, I you know. You, you just can't. You just can't with some people. I don't know. I, once a week, I get a text or like a Facebook message, like, do like from people because I add whoever adds me from the fa- from the podcast. I add them back, <clears throat> and they're like, "Dude, here's a picture of Sean Duty at Champs," and it's like picture. It's like Sean Duty in the kitchen or Sean yep. Duty like making a milkshake, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Wow, this that, but it happens every week." Yeah, it's it's like wildfire. It happens. It's crazy. Yeah. You always know uh, when there's like a to... big reunion show happening because we get twenty fucking here's Sean Duty fucking pictures right before. <laughs> bunch definitely a bunch of people went to champs before American football and they're like, dude, the Sean Duty. I bet like he's he's famous. We made him famous. Yeah, that's right. And You're look, how we, look how he fucking uh, look how he thanks us. Look how he thanks us. Well, we actually did get financial questions. I should have uh, I should have spent more time fucking <laughs> doing uh, doing financial shit. Give um, it. Can you explain how you have your automation set up for your accounts? I thought for a second this was about like my home automation, like you know, like turning my lights on with my phone and shit. I was really excited. Um, you mentioned a system where once everything is out, you know what the you know that the money is left in the account is for spending. This is by all right. I can't read the rest of that. So essentially, I I know what all my bills will be, at least reasonably. You know, I know what my rent's going to be. I know what my phone is going to be within you know maybe like 20 bucks neither direction uh yeah that's it i just i know exactly what's coming out of my account when so i just have computers do it i don't pay any of my bills i just money goes in on the day that my paycheck comes in and then money aside from my rent that has to be paid in cash because my landlord is like a fucking like lunatic uh like skeezy strange situation there um Everything else is just paid. And then I know because all my bills are paid and my savings are already automatically deducted and my investments automatically seed, I know that if I'm sitting around and I'm like, I really like these boots, but they're like $600. And that seems crazy to spend on boots. I know if I open up my bank app and I see there's over $600 there that that is money that's free for me to spend. That's it. It's just there. There's no there's no guesswork. And all it requires is for you to just sit down and be really super honest with yourself about how much money you have coming in and how much money you have going out. That's it. That That is 90% of doing personal finance stuff is just being honest with yourself <laughs> and being like, oh, okay, well like oh that's that's neat i got a 20 dollar tip from somebody and then you spend 60 dollars because in the back of your mind like oh, i got that 20 dollar tip but like you didn't you like you already spent it twice before and you're doing it again you know <laughs> exactly um so yeah that's it it's it's uh, just be honest with yourself and set up a system so you don't have to think about it i love having like 
money to spend things on things. I hate fucking thinking about money, though. I can't say the best thing I ever did for myself was stop thinking about money and just let computers pay bills for me. Oh, my God. Yeah. Every now and then you get to come to a thing where you're like, holy shit, my phone bill was one hundred and fifty dollars. That's that's weird. It happens so rarely. It's one hundred percent worth it. So just just do it. it. It's if you have a bank account, you have the ability to do this. It's very simple. Truth. That's what I got. I've been looking for <laughs> an X. Uh, I can't do it, dude. Oh, people are going to be bummed. Uh, this right, is, that's, that's, that's a tall order, man. All right. What, calling an X? Yeah, that, that's a huge tall order. Do you think it's a huge tall order? I think it's a being... tall order because you're not going to say that you're on a podcast. <laughs> that's like... <laughs> that, oh, yeah. Is, that that's goes kinda... from, like, awkward to, uh, like... Illegal? Uh, you know, I, I talked to a lot of cops this week. It's possible. I can ask them. <laughs> Hold on. All right, fine. You know what, dude? You know what, dude? And I got another long financial one, so uh, you can right. you can do that, yeah. and I'll, I'll cue this one up. Okay. Hold on. One minute. Don't feel pressure. If this is too much, I... Uh... Fuck it. Wow. This is, this is bold. Who, dare, who dares wins? Who dares dog. wins? <laughs> oh, I don't feel good. This is going to be awesome. There's no way this woman's going to pick up the phone. No. She would be a mental case to pick up the phone. I know. No, I, I know. Frantically. I look- Sorry. Oh. oh, well, what could have been? Womp womp. Uh, maybe I'll get a call back. I tried, though. I did. I think that, that that was somebody looking at their cell phone in pure terror, like, oh, my God, what does he want? What does he want? What is he Going over the list of people you both know that might have died, you know, that kind of he thing. He has AIDS. He has AIDS. He has AIDS. <laughs> he has AIDS. He's, there's a bunch of other ones I could call. Oh man! All right, I so, think Colin X Corner rules. I'm very into it. I think it's exciting. Um, all right, so I got a long one here. Let's okay. see. Uh, I'm about to ask quite a few questions. All right, fine. Got some background info. I'm 23. Have a decent paying job for my age, 24 to 25 thousand a year. Still live at home, paying a few bills. What percentage of my weekly income should be put into a savings account? How much can I potentially spend on my credit card before it affects my overall credit score? Could you create a hypothetical weekly, monthly budget with my info? Uh, I'm interested in stocks. I don't really have an idea on where to start. So, uh, all right. There's a whole there's a whole list of things we don't necessarily need. Lastly, not a financial question. I'm excited for Gabri's podcast. She's always a great addition to Overnight Drive, Beautiful. so it'll be interesting to see where she goes on her own. Hello. I don't know if she can hear let's me right this, now. Let's get this going. I'm just talking loud because I have headphones on and she could be out at the store right now for all I know. Um, <clears throat> all right, so we'll we'll knock this one out quick. Uh, what percentage of my weekly income should I put into a savings account? Uh, I don't know. It depends. Uh, people always say 10% is uh, a way to do it. I'd, I'd say you could do much worse, maybe do a little bit better. Um, but if you have a 401k at work, definitely do that. And if you don't, definitely do a Roth IRA because... Sa- I mean, Saving money doesn't get you anything. Interest rates are garbage. So best case scenario, your money might beat inflation. But having just like thousands of bucks in a bank not do anything is just silly. It doesn't make any sense. You're not going to like that could be sitting there at risk. 
but almost certainly doing more than it would just in your bank account. So, yeah, it set aside, I don't know, let's say 10% and uh, and throw some into retirement savings or 401k or just, like, long-term investments. Uh, <clears throat> how much can I potentially spend on my credit card before it affects my overall credit score? Uh, you should not go over one-third of your available balance. So if you're at, you know, if you've got a $900 limit on your card... Try not to go over 300 bucks. That's called a credit utilization score. The, uh, no way. Is that her calling back? <laughs> oh, my God. It's got super long text. Oh, dude. Is, it, is this from her or is this from somebody else? It's from her. Oh, dude. Can you read this or is this too much? Oh, wow. Ooh. Oh, I don't want to read it. Oh, fuck. I'm reading it. It's mean, dude. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that it says you are fucking crazy. All right. Well, I mean, you know, tell us something we don't know. <laughs> it does say at one point you are fucking crazy. I, yo, bit. bit oh, I was just going to say a bad word. No. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's all coming back now, man. Wow. All right. Call an ex-corner did I'm not go well. Really, really glad I got a text back though, and everybody could hear the texts coming in. Yeah, that was that was high quality. <laughs> man, what if you had something really important to say? Like shit. Well, I'm about to text her back. Like I just saw your mom age. weirdly, and I saw her get hit by a car. Thought you should know later. Like L eight R S K eight R. Later skater. Um. All right. So oh while you're texting, God. I back, just opened up Pandora's box. I just turned my volume down, and there's other texts coming in. Holy oh, dude. Fuck. Oh, this is. Ooh, Holy man. Shit. You Whoa, must okay. forward me some of these things. Just push the borderline, man. A colon X corner is not not one of my best <laughs> ideas. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Open the fucking. I poke the hornet's nest, man. Shit. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, I lost my train of thought. Uh, yeah, I could do a weekly or monthly budget. That's pretty easy. Just email me, though. That's something I'm not going to air out of everyone's no, dirty laundry in the podcast. Shit worked for me, man. Yeah, right? Shit worked for me. Testimonials uh, are the most important part of selling. I'm a um, fuck up, but I, I, my shit's looking nice right now. Uh, someone giving the advice of saving 2.5 thousand and playing with day-to-day trading for stocks. I I don't fuck around in individual stocks. I have some, nothing major. I I actually I buy stocks that are like cruel person stocks, like mean person stocks. Like I bought like a gold mining company in uh, in Africa. You know, like things like <laughs> just things. I don't know why I do Safe that, shit. but I do. But even then, it's just like shit that I I throw like pennies into it. It's just like a fucking joke. It's something I do to pass time when I'm bored and I'm waiting for a train. <laughs> Um, but I, I don't throw any real money towards stocks. The reason being is that I'm not smart enough to work the market, and chances are neither are you. To, but who has time to be on like each? Who has time to be on like e trade all day? Like, but I'm even not a if you did, broker. even if you had a full like day trader thing where all you were doing is trading stocks, you still are not as quick as like auto traders that get fed information by this the SEC like immediately and act on it. You know, it's just like it's it's not. Right a possible thing for one person to do and consistently make money. Some people do like really well doing it. Most people don't. These people are like outliers. They're not like they're not at all the the average. 
you know some of it's luck some of it's whatever it's just but it's not something you should be spending time doing what you should be doing is looking into long-term investments things you can throw you know a couple hundred bucks a month or you know like a couple thousand bucks a year into and just keep doing that without thinking about it and let it grow and grow and grow and grow sure. like the 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 beauty of this stuff is compounding not you know making a fucking million dollars off of a thousand dollar investment which is not going to happen for you uh so yeah look at like etfs you know exchange traded funds or uh you know throw some money into like a vanguard fund something like that something like uh i don't even know what vanguard has now they're always really good if you go to the uh, the Bogleheads forum, there's like like thousands of people. All they do is talk about uh, like long term investing like this. It's a, a great way to learn stuff. Uh, but yeah, don't fuck around like getting an E trade. I, mean, I got into doing financial shit because my mother. I was dropping her off for. I talked about my mother a lot in this podcast. Um, yeah, you miss her. I was <laughs> I was dropping her off for a flight. And uh, it was like during the financial crisis, and she's like, "GM stock is like five dollars. You you know you've got to buy some. It's going to be crazy." And I'm like, "Oh, uh, sure, I'll figure out how to buy stock. I guess you know I'm like I'm an uh, overweight fucking guy who works in the scaffolding yard. Like I'm not sure what I don't know how these things work. I guess I can figure it out." Uh, and I threw like a at the time was like a lot of money for me. In reality, was you know like a couple hundred bucks into uh, GM. And promptly lost it all, uh, and that was yeah. that was that was my intro to it. And uh, yeah, I fucking fuck picking a stock and and hoping it does well. You can't. It's it's just the the market's too complex. Even the people who are paid to do this for a living have no idea what the fuck is going on. So don't don't sweat it. You're not missing out anything. Go and do the easy thing. Look at index funds, ETFs. Uh, <clears throat> do you know that I've been listening to? A lot of Luther Vandross lately. That's dope. I he has uh, this. You know his whole story. Like the one of the saddest men to ever sing soul music. He always looks like he's wearing eyeliner. That's that's all I really know. Well, about. he's a super closeted black gay guy. All right. And didn't have much of a sex life. Was never deep in life. Was never on the down low or anything. Um, this really lonely guy. And he spent every when he figured out when he found out he was gonna he was eventually gonna die, he um well he was like really unhealthy and he had diabetes and everything. He spent like every dime of his money, man. He he loved spending his money on like like Costa Boda crystal shit like nice. that, you know. But he has this one song called "Give Me the Reason," which I think you know we might. Why don't we do the when do we do that song as the intro to this? So the song you heard as an intro was give me the reason and for some reason i went into an autistic fucking tailspin where that's the only song i can listen to this oh, week oh man it's that's so never a great weird. sign uh, but i don't know what it i don't know why and i don't know what it is this isn't about me it's about luther but i don't i just don't get why i mean i've tried to listen to other songs but it's like i listen to that song on repeat all day all why? day I don't know what to do with that. That's uh, that's classic uh, compulsive behavior right there. Yeah, I talked to Caroline today, and I, I, said, I sent it to her, and I said, you should listen to this for no reason. And she's like, it's, and she's like <laughs> I said, who is this? Yeah, she's like, no, I talked to her once in a while, and she's like, it's cool. I was like, yeah, isn't it awesome? And she's like, it's all right. 
It's so weird. Wow, that is weird. I'm very excited to hear this now. Oh my god! Ugh, it's so I get I get hung up on one song, and that's it. It's an so, attention I mean, to detail thing. Yeah, it's not it's not mineral. It's not American football, but it's something. But it's fucking sadder and heavier than all that shit. That's oh, wow, you're really selling me on this. All right, we're, we're, I'll definitely put that on as the uh, the intro song. Oh my god, it has to be the live version from Wembley, though. Uh, y'all just send me that shit. Then. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Like when he comes out, like the video. I'll post it. I'll post the video on OvernightDrive.com. The video. Well, actually, I posted some gifts from that video already. Man, I'm gonna <laughs> I go am check really this out. obsessed. Look at the look at the actual like site, like the Overnight Drive, like front like the actual post page and you'll see you'll see i posted three different luther vandross gifts um i don't know i don't know why i did i just did um it's cutting into my work time like i listen to that song so much I watch luther vandross videos um oh wow there he is yeah he's so cool he's so cool but the live from wembley video is like he walks in and he's like they start that song, Give Me the Reason, and oh, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just so great. Yeah, it struck a chord. Yeah. Wow, so, I got a lot to fucking catch up on here. Shit. I, uh, it might be something else next week. I started a, a, I started a like rogue uh, sub-tumbler of Overnight Drive. It's Get where the fuck I, out. No, 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 not really. But I, I started another. You know how I have, like, I fucked here and oh, for yeah. aggressive Craigslist. They're all kind of tied in. Um but I started one where I rate every live version of What a Fool Believes by the Doobie wow. Brothers. <laughs> From, like, 1978 until, like, now. And I'm going to present it to Michael McDonald. Because he already ad- Michael McDonald added me on Facebook. I added him on Facebook, and he accepted my friend request. So it's actually Michael McDonald. It's yeah, him. okay. Yeah, it's, I was going to say. So you're assuming that Michael McDonald's like huddled over his fucking like Windows 98 fucking like desktop, no shirt Look, on, he, like, oh, I'm going to add this guy. He's He added. Add no, guy. it's not. It's him. I did some internet stalking All to right. find him, and I found him. It's Mike McD. And it's like I wrote, I wrote on his wall and everything, but I'm going to present him with this site when he plays here um, at the Egg and maybe I can get a smile or a laugh from him. Yeah, or like know? a wink. A wink. Interesting. Maybe he can. Maybe he'll leave me a hotel key. I, uh, I have a uh, a personal connection with a man who is in a highly lauded, like an absolute, you know, like the cream of the crop, uh, yacht rock bands who almost certainly can get us in contact with him. I was thinking what? about this yesterday, yeah. What? Yeah. I'll to, Please, I'll let's do that. The and man's let's... a fucking lunatic, you know? Like, it's, he's an actual <laughs> psychopath, so, you know... Th- <laughs> There are hurdles can you, here, but can we please get him on the, the drive? That would be such do. a coup if we could get Michael McDonald on the drive. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll make a few phone calls on your behalf. Right. We've got big plans in 2015. We've got plans coming up. It's the the year. What is it? The year of fucking being real. Year being real. Right, you all, all hold tight. You all hold tight. All right. Um, 
I don't know, what do you say? Do you, we got a couple more questions we could do. We could kill it. Whatever you feel like doing tonight. I got to uh, start packing up my bag pretty soon. I was going to say, you got to so start that, packing That guy who was really fucking wound up last week about me needing to stop the podcast sometimes. Just really just fucking wrung his hands and uh, hate. Some guy wrote uh, in and asked what I like because I'm always so negative. <laughs> Jesus, whatever. I like a lot of things. I don't know. Like I, yeah. I, I love when I wake up and I press a button and my TV turns on and shows me the weather. Perfect. I, I've been having bulletproof. Have you ever had bulletproof coffee? I have not had bulletproof coffee. I've had it uh, a couple times last week, a couple times this week. It is awesome. It's uh, it's just regular brewed coffee. Like, uh, you know, 16 ounces of uh, coffee, two cups of coffee, two tablespoons of, uh, of grass-fed br- butter, and then two tablespoons Whoa. of uh, coconut oil. And you just, like, put it in a blender to blend the shit out of it till it looks like a latte. It is bonkers good. Wow. It's really good. The thing is, if you have, like, it's awesome if you're on, like, a, like a keto diet or, like, a low-carb diet because it's it puts you right into ketosis. Like, all of a sudden, you have all this fat in your body that you could use for fuel. Yeah. And, uh, it, it, you know, it's in coffee, so it's a really good delivery system. So your brain just starts, like, going bonkers. Like, just, like, you become wildly effective. That's great. Um, and the only cost is that your cholesterol goes through the roof and you have a heart attack and you die. Oh, I mean, that's all right. Yeah, hey, what better way to die? Exactly. So, yeah, so I look really forward to having my bulletproof coffee in the mornings. I, uh, I, I've i been playing Alien Isolation. I like that a lot. It's very scary. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, I like a lot of things, man. you got to get off my back a little bit. I like that. No, it's good. Yeah. Andrew's the man. So uh, this has been Overnight Drive, number 73. Three? Well, is that right? I think 73, yeah. Wow. Inching up to 75. We got to... As usual, we've got to talk about getting something good going for it, and then as usual, we'll drop the ball and not do it. No, no, no. Come on, man. we got to do something nice. Uh, 75. Maybe 75 you can come down for. Maybe that, that'll be your excuse to come down. It's a silver anniversary. Perfect. 75 episodes. 70, at least over 75 hours of us talking. Oh, yeah. That's not even including episodes we tanked. Hey, we have, like, lots of lots of material out there. I don't know. I Because I was looking through. Uh, we were starting to run out of space on the drive, and uh, I was looking through things we could delete. I found a bunch of, like, old episodes that never made it because Skype fucked up or we just weren't feeling it or whatnot. Yeah. And it occurred to me I have no way to really sync them up. So I mean, I guess I could try and see if I could just do it by ear, but it's uh, <laughs> it's, it's difficult. But uh, yeah, right, this has been seventy three. Have anything you want to plug? No, I'm good. I think I'm getting a head cold. That's about it. That's really exciting stuff. Yeah. Um, I got nothing to plug right now. I um, I might in the future. I don't know. I I, I, I I go to Wigger Burger. Get your. Uh, <laughs> Get your Wigger Burgers. Make me very rich. Awesome. Cool. Read your rich. Read the Rich Man magazine. Yeah, exactly. Fucking read Fuck the Poor, eat Wigger Burger, and uh, we'll see you next week for 74. All right. Cue the Vluther Vandross music. Oh, what are you going to do for the... For, what are you going to do for side B? We know what side A is going to be. Oh, side B? We're going to do Luther Vandross bookends? Yeah, why not? May as well. You oh. seem like you're really having a moment with it. Oh, they had this other song called... A, didn't really mean it. Oh, we're definitely going to do Didn't Really Mean All It. Right, Here it comes. Q uh, didn't really mean it. See you next week. I promise I know to never let you go. Is there a chance?
Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.